0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Mo H., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, April 13th. This is the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book, and we are on page 50, the fourth paragraph, beginning with, here are thousands of men and women, and ending with, they present a powerful reason why one should have faith. Today's readers are the 12 Steps, Barbara M., the 12 Traditions, Susan R., and readers of the text are Jordan L., Ramona A., and Ashley P. The share ID for Thursday, April the 12th, 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 11,284. That is 11284. And for Friday, April the, 6th, uh, April the 13th, today, Eastern Time Meeting is 11291. That is 11291. ROA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members.
1: Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
0: Thank you, Barbara M. And I will now ask Susan R. to read the 12 traditions. Uh,
2: yes, this is Susan uh before personalities thank you for letting me share
0: thank you Susan R how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes Once you are done sharing, let us, say, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today we resume our study of the big book, and we are on page 50. We are on the fourth paragraph, beginning with here are thousands of men and women, and we'll be reading one paragraph only, ending on page 51, why one should have faith. And I am now going to ask Jordan L., read that
3: paragraph. Good morning. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can. Uh,
3: My name is Jordan L. I am a recovered compulsive overeater living in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. This is Alcoholics Anonymous, page 50. Here are thousands of men and women, worldly indeed. They flatly declare But since they have come to believe in a power greater than themselves, to take a certain attitude toward that power, and to do certain simple things, there has been a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking. In the face of collapse and despair, in the face of the total failure of their human resources, they found that a new power, peace, happiness, and sense of direction flowed into them. This happened soon after they wholeheartedly met a few simple requirements. <clears throat> Once confused and baffled by the seeming futility of existence, they show the underlying reasons why they were making a heavy going of life. Leaving aside the drink question, they tell why living was so unsatisfactory. <clears throat> they show how the change came over them. When many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives, they present a powerful reason why one should have faith. Um, and I believe that's where we're ending, just a paragraph. Yes, yes thank you. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot in this paragraph, huh? <laughs> um, I guess some of the things that kind of that stand out to me... Um, a certain simple attitude toward that power, um, and to do certain simple things, um, <clears throat> and especially like the the simplicity um, that it's talking about. You know, like this isn't rocket science. We're not like we're not here to um, to have like um, some huge like like a uh, Um, earth-shattering experience or anything like that, or at least for me it hasn't been that. Uh, My spiritual experience has been, um, as opposed to Bill's, which was a lot more, um, like, instantaneous, and he instantly felt differently about God, instantly looked at the world differently. Mine has been a lot more gradual, um, what they call the educational variety, and it's been sort of this series of uh, small... um, events, um, that has over time changed my attitude, um, and, uh, and when it talks about here, um, the power peace, happiness, and sense of direction that has flowed into them, like, that sense of direction is probably, probably the most powerful part of all of this, you know, um, like before OA, before Vision for You, I I ran my life on self will. Like I was this big ball of, of self will run riot. Um <clears throat> and because of this program, because of like following um, these directions laid out here in this book, um, I now have this sense of direction that it flows into all parts of my life. It flows into my relationships at home, it flows into my relationships at work, um, all of it, and I—I I don't. I'm no longer like manipulating and trying to, trying to uh, arrange arrange it all to suit me. Um, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, you know, flowing with this sense of direction. Um, it's working very well, um, <clears throat> and especially, I think that that last line is probably um, pretty powerful when many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives, especially people that uh, did not feel that way before they came into this program like me. Uh, they present a powerful reason why one should have faith, um, <clears throat> why one should maybe uh, maybe t- take a look at this world and take a look at... Um, you know, all these people that do have faith, all of these spiritually minded people around this world that do have faith and how well it's working for them, um, and give it a shot too, you know. Like that's all I'm really doing here is, is this giant spiritual experiment <laughs> to kind of see how it works out. Um, so I will continue to show up and continue to let you guys know how it's working out. Thank you very much for letting me read this morning.
0: Thank you, Jordan L. And now I will open the lines up for any of those of you who would like to share. Mary S-B. Jane Z. Mary Jane. Z.
4: Ashley.
0: Ashley P.
5: Terry H.
6: Barry H.
7: Chris
5: B. K.
2: B.
6: Carrie Kathy Jo P. P. Kathy
0: Jo P. We'll stop there. P. Debbie F. Who was that last one? Debbie F. Debbie F. Debbie F. Debbie F. Okay, here we go Mary Jane Z, Ashley P, Terry H, Chris B, Sherry KB, Kathy Jo P, and Debbie F. Mary Jane Z, will you begin and Ashley P will follow. Thank you. Mary Jane, star one to unmute.
1: Good morning. This is Mary
8: Jane Z. Can you hear me now?
0: Yes, we can. Thank you, Mary Jane. <laughs>
8: <Yes>. <laughs> Hello. This is Mary Jane recovered in Kentucky. What a what a great hopeful paragraph and I'll the once confused and baffled by the seeming futility of existence that's an you know my life i had a i thought i had a power greater than me that i um tried to do god's will but i was flying blind and just unable to make anything out of my life and i'm 62 years old and i'm miserable and i'm looking around at everybody else and you know they all seem to have it figured out and I this food thing I you know what what the heck am I doing over and over again and nothing in my life had turned out the way that I thought it should and I'm miserable and finally I come into this program and I hear that I just have to take a few meet a few simple requirements well they turned out they are simple But, you know, I tend to overcomplicate things. So it took me quite a while to make it through all the steps. And um, but once I was connected to the belief that there was a power greater than me that could solve all my problems. And I did see, just like it says, there's hundreds, there's millions of people now that are um, walking this path with me. And the 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 blinders were dropped from my eyes after working the giving away my four step and making once I finished making my amends and the 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 power and the love that not only I felt experienced just embraced finally I understood what all the people on the line were talking about because I felt like I was standing on the outside of this um you know in the there was a a club you all were in a club and and you wouldn't give me the key and and I realized it was just me that was blocking my own path and um as has been said earlier in the earlier meeting you know I had to set aside a lot of beliefs that I had but now I mean it, I have the revolutionary change in my way of living and thinking and nothing outside, all my circumstances are still the same. I still live with some very ill people and that have made very poor choices in their life. And I'm watching them experience the consequences of those decisions, but I can, I can be a witness to their life and love them in spite of it. And uh, I just want to encourage everyone that's new on the line, don't give up, get out of your comfort zone and reach out for help. That's the, the first thing is, you have to open your mouth and ask for help. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mary Jane. Z and Ashley P. Followed by Terry H.
9: Hi, this is Ashley P. Recovered in Northern California. Can I be heard?
0: Yes, Ashley.
9: All right, thanks. Um, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome, Uh Welcome to the newcomers, and, and thank you for everybody sharing. Um, these are some really powerful paragraphs, and they feel really, really powerful for me today. I I came back into the rooms um, two years ago today. Uh, so that's not exactly two years of accidents. I had a small break about uh, two months in. But two years ago today, I... I had willingness, um, and, and so reading this paragraph, this is exactly what happened to me, um, that revolutionary change in, in my way of thinking, when I came in, I was so mad at God and just sure that nothing had any purpose or any reason, or, or maybe the only purpose and reason was for me to be hurt and I was just knocked down and, and exhausted and that's um, that was my bottom and I was uh, completely desperate and I just I got on my knees and I prayed for the willingness to, to come back into the rooms and over the course of the last two years um, in the face of, of that that absolute desperation um, I, I started working with a sponsor and I started working the steps and I found um, a vision for you and and I found a sponsor from a vision for you and I began to read this book and this book absolutely has changed my life and has given me a relationship with uh, a higher power and and so that relationship as was shared, gives me um, a sense of direction um, for really difficult times and um, having some sort of sense of direction when, when the world can feel really out of control and, and, and difficult and, and like we just don't know what to do. This book constantly gives me, um, tells me how to put one foot in, in front of the other. And so two years later, the food question is put aside and I'm having to look at, at the underlying reasons that, um, as I have previously, but to look at the underlying reasons why my life is unsatisfactory and, and I have faith to look at those reasons. Um, but, but through step work and this book and work with my sponsor, I can, I can do that um, and I I know anybody else can, too, so again, if you're new, please stay and uh, listen to the meetings and work the steps and get with the sponsor, and, and with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Ashley P. Terry H., followed by Chris B.
4: Hi, everyone. My name is Terry H., recovered, compulsive reader, bulimic anorexic in North Carolina. Uh, What a great paragraph. Um, Very grateful today. It's a beautiful day in Carolina. Um, There has been a revolutionary change. You know, um, when I think of a revolutionary change, I think of action to change something believed for the better. And uh, when I asked my sponsor to work with me, I had exhausted every option I knew. To beat this uh, my eating disorder, um, I was hopeless and desperate, and I was desperate because I wanted to live. I, I was looking and searching, and I wanted to live at that time. There are many times in my life I didn't want to live, and I was willing to be open uh, to doing things differently,
6: and and that was
4: that revolutionary, you know, change for me. The willingness to be open to look at things differently because everything I was doing wasn't working. And, uh, you know, so I I took the actions and I asked somebody to work with me, somebody who had the problem been uh, solved. And we went through the steps and I worked the steps. Um, and, And by working those steps, I had a spiritual experience. And I just kept being willing to be open and, uh, you know, I believe in a, high, a power greater than myself. I, I did even prior to working this, but I didn't know what that meant. There was no connection. And working those steps cleared those blocks between me and my higher power. And so now today I'm able to see, you know, what that is for me, what that is for me today. You know, just to take a few simple requirements, and that's those steps all of them, all 12 of them, not just one, two, and three, not just four, five, and six, all 12 of them. And, you know, it takes, it takes work. It takes action to show up. You know, being abstinent, I was miserable being abstinent. I was abstinent for a period of time, and that was unsatisfactory to me, and I went right back into my disease. And so, you know, for me, the the goal is not, was not abstinent. The goal was recovery and being in recovery and having that conscious contact with my higher power. And today, you know, like other people have shared earlier in the meetings, today I can honestly say, you know, uh, the presence of God in my life today is the most important fact for me. You know, each day I wake up, you know, I want that connection with my higher power. um, Because that is, you know, that's what saved me. And, and that's what this program is about. And it's, it's the most important thing for me today. And that is a revolutionary change for me. And um, in, in my disease, my food, and my food behaviors was the most important factor in my life. And today it's, it's my higher power and being of service. And today, you know, instead of going into my foods and my food behaviors, I go to my higher power and for direction and guidance. And, you know, with that, you know, I do experience a new power and peace and happiness, and I am so grateful for that. You know, I can walk with confidence today and look you in the eyes and speak to you and be very grateful and not fear life as I once did. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
6: Thank
0: you, Terry H. Chris B., followed by Sherry K.B.,
7: Good morning, Chris B. Recovered Compulsible Reader in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm loving life, guys. I'm very grateful that you all um, helped me realign this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Helped me uh, know why I'm here. I can wake up with fear so I can still be spiritually sick. And I'm um, faced with great change. I know the more scared I am in my life, the more uncomfortable I am on the phone with the sponsor. Um, I'm in uncharted territory, and there's this tremendous spiritual growth right around the corner. I love this paragraph, but uh, a part of it that says, in the face of collapse and despair, in the face of total failure, their human resources, they found a new power. Peace, happiness and sense of direction flowed into them. I never had access to this power on a daily basis the way I have in the last three years. Um, and it, it took me four years in 08 to be open to that, to try every human resource I had. Uh, losing 200 pounds, that wasn't good enough. Uh, successful financially, that wasn't good enough. All of these areas um, that just weren't good enough for me. I'm insatiable. I'm, uh, I have the addict mind. And I had no idea what the covered folks are talking about. i like, I wish I could have it. But this power was given to me by a big book sponsor. that I gave full license to jump in. I my life and my world and stir things up, be a disruptor. And through repetition of prayer, through work, um, rigorous work on this every day in the big book, making phone calls, uh, it happened. And it felt like dying. You know, well, I'm not trying to be demotivated, uh, but that's what it felt like. The old me, my old ways had to die. And I'm eternally grateful for that. This power. <laughs> I can still be spiritually thirsty, as I mentioned, and um, where is the God in that? That's that's a question for me. Uh, and for newcomers, more than welcome, my goodness, um, I heard something uh, last summer at the conference that was tremendous. Uh, figuring it out is not a step. I had to let go of this all or nothing thinking or this uh, black and white logic and just be open to these things that didn't make sense. To have this consciousness of the presence of God to have this power <laughs> and I had to realize that wow I don't have to be right I don't have to know exactly where I'm going to be free from harm but today I'm free from the obsession of food that's never existed in my life before the big book and before our fellowship the one that we crave I, I couldn't be more grateful for you all and for a higher power and continually cultivating that relationship with a higher power it's ever evolving, it's ever changing, and it's growing stronger. I'm just so thankful, guys. Um, have an amazing day. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Chris B. Sherry K.B., followed by Kathy jo P.
10: Good morning, Mo. Good morning, everybody. It's Sherry K.B. in Northern California. Very grateful, Recovered Compulsive reader Thank you so much for your service, Mo, and everybody on the line, and welcome, newcomers. Um, these, these, uh, this paragraph is just Chock full, um, revolutionary changes um, in my thinking and how I live today. um, Finding a new power and peace and happiness and sense of direction that flowed in me, um, and wholeheartedly met a few simple requirements, which are the twelve steps. And um, you know, and then the most important, the consciousness of a God is the most important fact in my life today and it's a very powerful uh, experience. All of this is due to working these steps, to putting the food down, getting abstinent, uh, and getting into the step work, and being abstinent, abstinent happily and contently, which is, is a new thing for me, but also not realizing that this twofold illness that I had was getting in my way because I was getting in my way because of what was between my ears, and to have this Conscious contact with a power greater than myself that would restore me to sanity around my my restless, irritable discontent, my fear doubt and insecurity, the way that I viewed things um, in my life um, has drastically revolutionized my thinking um, and i I can't speak how amazing this this experience has been I've been around this these rooms for a really long time, and i I didn't set my time remote. Could you please help me with that I am. um And, you know, I I get a lot of calls from people um, and especially people who have been around the rooms for a long time and they they go, where have I been? I mean, like, I I didn't get that this could happen for me. And I was one of those people um, that had been around the rooms for years and and self-knowledge availed me nothing because I really wasn't doing the steps the way they did it in this book. And that's what revolutionary changed my life and my ideas and to get a conscious uh, contact with a higher power, to change that relationship, uh, to get a brand new um, relationship with that power greater than myself, that is like just amazing in my thinking and how I view my life today, um, is mind-boggling. And you can have this too. And that's what's amazing about all this, is that, that for me the most important thing today is not only my recovery, of course, but my conscious contact with God because that's what keeps me absent, happily, and contently, and that's what solves all my problems because I have a spiritual toolkit laid at my feet, which are the steps that can get me through any problem in my life. That is a miracle to me. I, I do feel like I'm a walking miracle because I have never felt the way I have felt doing this work this way. Um, that has changed my life. And it's been over a period of time. It was in a burning bush. Um, it was an unfolding and it is to me amazing. And you can have this too and it's not like it's it's magic and, and you know, only certain people get it. It's like if you do the work, you get this deal and it's an amazing deal and an amazing ride. And thank you with that I pass.
0: Thank you, Sherry K B and Kathy Jo P followed by Debbie F. Kathy Jo, press star one to unmute.
11: This is Kathy Jo P.
0: Yes, I got you.
11: Can I be heard?
0: Yes. All right, this
11: is Kathy Jo P., a recovered compulsive breeder in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And when it speaks of thousands of men and women, that is what helped me begin this process. And it wasn't about thin men and women. It was about the peace and the serenity and uh, seeing them okay in their skin that helped me really surrender to this process. And about two months into this process, I was completely disturbed one day, and I called a fellow. And I started to tell her, every single thing going wrong, which included hitting a car in the parking lot on my daughter's birthday during her birthday party. And she stopped me and she said, Kathy Jo, can I give you some feedback or advice or some, a tip? I don't know how she worded it, but she worded it perfectly. And he said, I want to invite you when you call people. Rather than starting off telling them everything going wrong with your life or your day or that moment, ask them how the promises are working in their life. So immediately I turned it around and I said, hi, this is Kathy Joe. Will you tell me how the promises are working in your life? And she told me, and she told me how that we will know peace. And I sat in with tears going down my face, listening to her, and I truly believed her that I will know peace. And I want to say that that is becoming true for me more and more every single day, whether I can't find something very important to me, or I have a total snag in a relationship i am learning to be at peace to show up differently and to be okay again which is far more different than worrying about what the number is on the scale or having you like me and i am learning to become more and more god reliant and getting my value and my worth from god and learning to love others and to be of service rather than worrying about who loves me and who's going to care for me. I also want to tell you that with her direction, I have initials in my big book by quotes of who likes what. And Lisa H., her favorite line in the big book is that the presence of God is the most important rest of the quote i don't know it by heart and i don't have my book in front of me but i'm gonna say that i invite you when you make your call don't call and talk about the weather don't call and talk about problems call and ask how are the promises working in your life can you tell me about that or tell them about how the promises are working in your life
0: and with that i'll
11: pass thank you
0: thank you kathy joe p and debbie f Press star one, Debbie, to unmute.
12: Hello. Hi, I'm Debbie uh, F., compulsive, Recovered Compulsive over in Los Angeles. And um, just really enjoying everyone's shares and this paragraph. and um, And this last line here, when many hundreds of people are able to say that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of their lives, they present a powerful reason why one should have faith. And if, if someone had told me that seven years ago when I came into these rooms, that that God today would be the most, you know, important fact of my life, I, I'm sure I would have laughed or rolled my eyes and been like, whatever. <laughs> and you know I wasn't I was barely even able to say the word god you know and thank thank goodness the book says you know higher power because I could find my way in and 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 in the earlier paragraph, it says, "You know we have come to believe since we've come to believe in a power greater than themselves to take a certain attitude toward that power and that's that's really for me that was it it was It was just like, okay, I'm powerless over food I, I've got a problem um, and I don't know and and so I just needed to take one step at a time and just to have a willingness to believe that there was a power greater than myself that could restore me to sanity. You know, at first it was just about the food, you know, because that's what my focus was. And as I continued to work the steps and, you know, made a distinction my life and my will, you know, I mean, little by little it just kept expanding into all areas of my life where I was willing to trust and open up and really believe that, okay, this, this higher power of mine that I've created, you know, What's the best for me in everything. Um and the best does not, you know, mean like cash and prizes, <laughs> but it, it does mean this power, peace and happiness and sense of direction that um that I get to tap into um on a daily basis to know that, you know, on my own, I'm floundering, I can't make decisions, I don't know what I'm doing, I I my, I will focus in on what's in the you know what's going on in the fridge or, or the mirror or whatever and and I don't have to do that today um because I have a presence of god in in my life and and you know I did not have a light light burning you know experience, and it's been you know gradual, and every little experience in life just reinforces. What it is that I that is offered to me, if I'm willing to take certain steps and attitudes and these simple requirements and apply the 12 steps to all of my life, whatever challenges come up or whatever, whatever is going on, and just you know surrender and say that I'm powerless. So, thank you um, for everyone for being on the line, and we got a time. I'm
0: perfect, Debbie. And I will now open the lines up for possibly three or four more readers, uh, more shares. Thank you.
2: Carrie K. Ka-
6: Carrie K. Kelly Young. Kelly. Kelly, what was
0: your last initial? S in Sam. Sam, okay. Who was that after her? Mona A. Mona A. Miriam Rifka H. Okay. Miriam Rifka H. Okay, we'll take those four. I have Terry K., Kelly S., Mona A., and Miriam Rifka H. Terry K., followed by Carrie, Kelly S.
5: Thank you so much. This is Carrie K. from oh, Carrie, Colorado. Thank you. That's okay. I answer to most anything. <laughs> I'm a compulsive overeater in Colorado, and I so struggled with this chapter when I first joined OA about a year and a half ago because I am a non believer in the traditional Judeo Christian God. And just seeing the word God so many times triggered me, and my poor sponsor worked with me and worked with me and worked with me. And finally, maybe about nine months ago, it occurred to me, it doesn't matter what you call your higher power. And if I choose to call mine the power of nature, or if I choose to call mine Melvin, and somebody else calls theirs God, it really doesn't matter. It's that connection with whatever higher power connects with you that really matters. And once that clicked for me and I was able to define my personal higher power, even if different than that of my sponsor, even if different than that of most of the people in my face-to-face meeting, it was such a world of difference. And it did, it took me probably nine months to figure that out. And the connection has made such a world of difference But recognizing that and and struggling with that also made me realize that they may call these steps simple, but as we all know, they are not easy. And it doesn't always come easy to me. But what I've recognized is even if I struggle some days and even if I have trouble finding my higher power some days, and unfortunately, even if I relapse, the trick is to keep working the steps, keep coming back to the meetings, to the calls, to reaching out, to working with my sponsor, whatever it takes to stay on track or get back on track. For me, that's the key point. And that's all I had to share today, so thank you. I pass.
0: Thank you, Carrie Kay and Kelly S, followed by Mona A.
6: Hi, this is Kelly S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, Oh my God, this paragraph is amazing. Um, So full of promises and like other people shared something I never thought would be happening for me and I know I've shared on this line before. I've been around this uh, program 30-something years and just a little over three and a half years of recovered abstinence because I never really got what the deal was. You know, I was here to lose weight and stop eating. Certainly wasn't looking for a spiritual solution but uh one of the things in this paragraph that i think is important that i never really heard was a few simple requirements you know um for some reason what i always heard and uh seeing the people share was these are all suggestions these are all suggestions you know right here in this paragraph it says these are requirements you know <clears throat> if i want what these people have all you guys on this meeting the things i heard envision when i first started listening um you know, what the first 100 people have, these are requirements, you know, I don't, I'm not sure where I ever got this suggested, there's a lot of suggestions to help us work the steps, but if we really want, you know, to have this spiritual solution, if I want neutrality with food, if I want to learn a different life, you know, I've got to live life differently, and you know, it it says in there, you know, uh, you know, step 12 is the result, the result of working these steps, the spiritual awakening, you know, I tried to, to find this higher power thing without going through all the steps, and, and the steps say, we have to get through the steps to have this spiritual awakening through work and self-sacrifice, so you don't know, have to keep doing the deal, and I have to make my higher power the priority, you know, I just, I never understood I had a spiritual malady, so I certainly wasn't looking for a spiritual solution, and, uh, and I never, ever, ever would have thought, too, someone else shared this, that the, the presence of a higher power that's spending that time was a priority, but it's spir- a spiritual malady is the problem. And I have to have a spiritual solution. That means I have to have a higher power to get me through life, which means it has to be as important to me as, you know, uh, you know, making my calls, talking to my sponsor, you know, weighing and measuring my food, which is what I have to do, staying away from my trigger foods, you know. All the things I do, I can't do them alone. So I have to make time every day, every day, which I never would have thought I would do. <laughs> for prayer and meditation, you know, I spend time with my higher power in the morning, and then I get busy working these steps, it doesn't stop there, you know, I want to do prayer and meditation, get on with life, and be the spiritual, you know, guru thing, but I have to continue working these steps, I have to do these simple requirements, and no, it's not easy, but guess what, my disease was a hell of a lot harder, and so when people say to me, oh, it's so much work, no, nothing, nothing can be as much work to me as my disease was. And so I have neutrality with food today. I'm learning to live in 10, 11, and 12. I have a spiritual relationship with a higher power I never thought. And I am free today. And I, you know, yeah, there's struggles. Yeah, life sometimes gets me down, but I have a different way to do life today. And I'm so grateful for that and glad to be here. Thank you so much. With that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Kelly S., Mona A., followed by Miriam Rifka H. Hi, this is Ramona A. in Vermont. Can you
13: hear me? Ramona, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, a recovered compulsive eater here in Vermont. And, uh, you know, I'm just almost overwhelmed by how much is in this paragraph to think about. But what struck me was the, um, in the face of collapse and despair, total failure of the human resources. And then later where it talks about, you know, the seeming futility of existence and uh, um, living was so unsatisfactory. And that's the story of my life before I, you know, came into OA and and before recovery because I'd come to the point where I said, oh, it just doesn't matter, you know, I'll, I'll just let myself eat and, you know, and somewhere I'll stop gaining. But I had seen that I hadn't stopped gaining before, you know, when I allowed that. So finally I did find OA, and and it is a miracle. And I've been in mm, 26 years, you know, but only um, I had never, ever done the steps via the big book. So I've had growth in the spiritual relationship over time, and it started, though, with um, a God that was fearful, a God that was punishing, and it has taken a long time to come to, you know, a closer and closer relationship with a God of love and a God who takes care of, you know, takes care of me, but it's all been worth it, you know, for anyone who's new or anyone who's struggling, I would say, you know, going um, not having the the uh, bolt of lightning kind of spiritual experience, but the educational variety has been perfect for me because I had to grow from that you know that fear to the faith, and in doing so, it's given me a life, an unbelievable life, changes you know that um, I never I couldn't imagine you know I. I didn't know who I was or what I was before, and I'm learning. I'm learning now and getting closer to my higher power, and I'm excited by the educational variety. I have hope in that because it means I can keep learning. I can keep growing closer. So thank you for listening,
0: and with that, I pass. Thank you, Ramona A. Miriam Rifka H., you're on.
14: Hi, it's Marianne Murfka-H, Recovered Compulsive Eater in New Jersey. Thank you so much for your service, and thank you everyone who's sharing on this paragraph. When I heard the reading, I just felt like my share was bursting out of me. I was still moved, and that alone is a miracle. You know, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm standing here in my bedroom, and I remember the very first time I spoke on the phone with someone, about program, and I remember she told me before we hung up, we were talking about just the basics, about, you know, my food plan and, you know, very structured, like, eating plan and all that. And right before we hung up, she said, and pray, and pray to God to help you. And I am someone who's been religious my entire life. You guys think you have it bad that you didn't believe in God? I think I had it worse because I rolled my eyes, and I was thinking, who cares? Who cares? Like, I know there's a God, but it doesn't matter. Life sucks anyway, and bad things happen anyway. And God doesn't care about my food problem. And the scary thing is that today I'm standing here, and it's almost a year of abstinence after struggling in the rooms for, like, five years. And today I really feel this way. I really feel like the presence of God in my life is the most important thing to me. Because I have people around me that I care about, and, you know, they're important to me, but human beings can always fail me. And this program has showed me how to trust and rely on a higher power, and that's my solution. You know, my problem all those years that I kept on relapsing is because I was over stuff too. I was saying, yeah, yeah, I know. I believe in God. Let's move on to the real stuff. Let me write my inventory. And I wasn't having trust and reliance on a higher power that I could trust and rely on. And in this, book, this book tells us over and over again that this is our solution. Our solution is a relationship with the higher power. And that's what this, that's what this program has given me. I'm, I'm very grateful for this. And you know, they tell us here, I think I was listening to a, 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 a I don't know, a, a, a share by someone, and they were saying how it says in this paragraph, they show how the change has come over them. And this is telling us, you know, and again, when many hundreds of people are able to say, et cetera, it presents a powerful reason why one should have faith. If if life is not working for you today, if you're still stuck in the food today, try this. It worked for us. I can't tell you, I never thought food would ever be neutral for me. I thought you guys were lying. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Miriam Rifka H. And that is perfect timing. We will now close. I want to thank everyone for sharing and uh, for those that gave service at this meeting this morning. We will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And I have Ramona A. Will you please read a vision for you?
13: Hi, this is Ramona A. And can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay. Okay.